Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Panthers have decided to move on from interim coach Steve Wilkes after they agreed to terms with Frank Reich yesterday. Wilkes went 6-6 six six this season as Carolina's interim coach. Players loved him. I had that team several times. Shannon, what's your reaction? Disappointing. Disappointed. But not surprised. Um, you look at Steve Wilkes, Skip. He took a 1-14 after they traded their best player yep. and had them in playoff contention. He, he went 6-6. Six and six. Matt Rule never had a six-win season. <laughs> he went 5-11, 5-12, and he started off 1-4. And, and Steve Wilkes filled in and did a very, very good job. And I know what David Tepper said. He would give the, uh, 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 Steve Wilkes consideration, but I don't believe he did. Mm. I do not believe this man gave Steve Wilkes ad- adequate head coaching consideration. Considering the fan base loved him, they wanted him back, the players spoke glowingly about how he turned the situation around, mm-hmm. and he did that without their best player. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, hey, Frank Wright got the job. Uh, bless Frank Wright. Um, I don't really know him. I know of him. I was in the league when he played Skip. He was a backup in Buffalo. Yep. So, but I don't really know a whole lot about him outside of that. But I don't really believe Steve Wills got a fair chance. I think he was very – I think he's deserving of another opportunity to get a head coaching job because I don't think he got a fair chance in uh, Arizona. They, 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 Josh, they draft Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown. And mm. – one, one year, he's gone. And it seems to be that they're just held to a different uh, a standard and they don't get opportunities. Uh, the opportunities are not as frequently, mm. as frequent, excuse me, as frequent as the other guys. And then they just keep moving the goalposts. One year, Skip, we want somebody to call plays. Can you tell me the time Nick Sirianni ever called plays when he was in Indy under Frank Wright? No. Matt Nagy never called a play. Mm-mm. But seemed like, uh, well, well uh, uh, EB doesn't call a plays. I just believe Steve Wilkes. And I love his classic response about the sun rose through the grace of God. So did he. But hopefully he'll get another opportunity. Um, but Skip, this was a sham. He wasn't getting. He didn't get no fair. He didn't get no fair consideration for this job to turn a team. Skip, you know how to to turn a team around to go one and four, and then they trade the best player. He did that. He did that. And I don't think anybody thinks that um, Sam Darnold is, is a, a life-altering quarterback. Nope. It's just it's sad. You know what? Not only is it sad, but you said you're not surprised. I got to tell you, I'm just dumbstruck over this one. I I am. I'm shocked over this one because I thought this would be a done deal. This is the most blatant, egregious of all of the disrespect played Mm -hmm. to black coaches by this league. Because to your point, you want to talk about miracle worker, you turn that team around after they send Christian McCaffrey, their best player, to San Francisco and look like they were just conceding the rest of the year. Yep. And all of a sudden, the whole team galvanizes around you. What drove the team? It was a defense that did have some talent on it, but it needed somebody in charge 
to to take command of the show. And he took command. You could just see it on the sideline. I, I would watch him on the sideline. I, I get vibes from the way, you, mm-hmm. like we talk about D'Amico Ryan. You can just watch him coach up his defense. Right. And you can you just feel the aura from him just emanating across the, the defense out on the football yes. field. They are inspired by him. Yes. This team was inspired by Steve Wilkes because it felt like you, you could just – you, you got the sense from the whole collective group that they had a real football coach yes, coaching them. Yes, yes. Somebody in charge who deserved to be in charge. Matt Rule was a college coach. Somebody they respected. Yeah, the, the, there was no respect for you, Matt you, Rule. You hear how they talk no. about him, Skip? I, I got it. That, but they did. That's why I thought, come on. You, I don't care whether you like this man or not. You should go forward with this man because he's going to win you a whole bunch right. of football games. I, I was looking for the quotes that they said about all these players. I don't remember them saying anything, Lord, about Matt Rule when he no, left. No. <laughs> you, I, well, they wouldn't. Okay. So what happened? They run into Tom Brady, and he plays his game of the year by far. By, by far. far. By like, far. by far. Times yes. 10, yes. maybe. All the marbles got pushed to the middle. All the chips were on the table. And yet, let's look carefully at what happened in that game with Sam Darnold as the opposing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait a second. Steve Wilkes' team jumps up 14 to nothing. They lead 14 to 10 through three quarters of that game. And then they expand it to 21 to 10 early in the fourth quarter. And they still lead 21 to 16 fairly late in the game. My point is, they seemed in control of the game the whole way until Brady finally did what he's done a thousand times. I got this. And he, as you know, he hits Mike Evans three huge times. Mm-hmm. You can argue with the, the defensive call maybe or the, the, the way the defense was played, whatever. It's just, Brady just kind of finally did, this is me. I'm still Tom Brady right. in this game. Shameful loss by Steve Wilkes? I think no. not. I, you competed at the highest level. You came very, very close to playing a playoff game coming from one and four. Right. It's just hard to do. It's well, I used to talk about Tim Tebow took the one and four Broncos. Well, this is Tebow-esque, except Steve Wilkes is a much more reserved man than Tim Tebow, so he doesn't have all that thunder and lightning going on around him. Mm-hmm. He's quiet. He's resolute. He's a commanding officer. Right. That's what he well, is. Kim, I, and you said, okay, Tim Tebow took a one and 14, yep. got him to eight and eight, won the division. Yep. And they said, okay, we got Peyton Manning coming in. Well, if you hire Sean Payton, Skip, I look, okay, I, I okay, still, I hey, you. Steve, I want you, bro. Because like I said, Skip, he was the head coach of Savannah State, so I know him a little bit. I ain't got no problem. You hire Sean Payton? Yep. Skip, what I'm going to say? Come on, bro. You ain't hire Sean Payton. You didn't hire Belichick. You didn't hire Andy Reid. Frank Wright got fired just this season, earlier this season, in Indy because his team fell to the very bottom in offense yeah they were dead last yeah. in offense yeah. and then when he yanked matt ryan in place of sam ellinger the owner up there just said okay that's enough and i believe if you look at it talent for talent i believe andy had more talent than carolina you when you look case. at offense and defense you make that case i i would agree with that so i'm wondering what is going on in that locker room today because they cannot be happy with this no and, and it's, again, we're not disrespecting Frank Reich. It's just all about Steve Wilkes. So help me out. At, at what point do the players not rise up and stand up and say no? Because 
this this is a situation, I, I, and forgive me if I'm going too far here, but th- this is like a boycott situation where I'd like to see them say, no, we, we, we don't want to play. We, we refuse. As a team, we have voted not to play next year or right. whatever it is. I know we're talking about everybody's money right. Right. on the table, but it, wouldn't you like to see some form of protest here where you stand up as a football team and say, this is not acceptable to us. Kevin, if you look at the star players on the defense, Derek Brown said, if you ask anybody in this locker room, we want Steve Wilkes to be our next head coach. Okay. For us to be able to have Coach Wilkes next year next year, and finally have some stability around here. Yep. J.C. Horn uh, retweeted, yep. which Shaq Thompson said, we ride with Coach Wilkes. He came in here a true alpha, true leader. Guys follow him. He's done amazing. Look what he's been going through. Sam Donald even, you know, hey, I would welcome the opportunity to, for uh, Coach Wilkes to come back. It seems to me that David Tepper disregarded anything that the guys in the locker room wanted yep. and went with what he wanted. And at the end of the day, Skip, that's what it comes down to. You know, you can have the Rooney rule in the NF and, and, and Commissioner Goodell says, guys, I really would like for these owners to take a harder look at minority coaches and candidates. At the end of the day, Skip, who name on the bottom of that check? Okay. Okay, now I get to the quotes from Tony Dungy, who tried to put this in perspective. And you can accuse Tony, if you must, of being a little too objective and a little too reasonable and rational here, as he always is. Mm -hmm. But he did say it's disappointing because I thought Steve did an outstanding job. But he, he goes on to say, but you have to understand owners. He's building a franchise. He's building it on what he's looking for. He was looking to take advantage of offensive expertise. Frank has got that. He's developed some great offenses and great quarterbacks. David Tepper seems to be looking for that offensive energy, and Frank has that. Okay. Okay, I got it. I got it. What did you just yep. say earlier? Okay. So was he an offensive guy in Indy when he was last in offense? Was, 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 so what was he then? Was he a mechanical engineer? Or maybe know. he was air, air, air traffic control? Yep. He is – highly regarded as an offensive mind around the league. But I think in part that also emanates from the fact that he's a good guy and people like him because he's a good guy. So Skip, he ain't Kyle Shanahan. No, no, he's not. I agree. And he did win the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator yes. for Nick Foles. Right. But, but I think we see in Jacksonville who runs the offense, doesn't Doug yeah. Peterson run the offense? Yeah, I believe Dougie P called that. Okay. He happened to be – I'm not saying that he didn't call – but Dougie P called that yep. Super Bowl. Okay. So they had decent offenses in Indy, but they weren't – we weren't – we yeah. never raved about it no. in here, right? No, we okay. did not. Wow. Okay. So if you told me that Steve Wilkes – had been retained as the head coach, and Frank Reich had been hired as the offensive coordinator, I, I'd be pretty right. impressed. You, you might have a right. pretty good one-two punch there, right? Yes. But, but how can you take Steve Wilkes out of an equation that worked at the highest level against all odds? Yeah. I don't know. So in the big picture, it's like here we go again. I, I don't know. It, it's gone from bad to worse. Yeah. And – in this case, it's once again, it, doesn't it just reek of, smack of, that they did, they said they interviewed nine candidates. Don't you think that David Tepper just hit it off with good old Frank Wright? Of course and, he did. And it's like, well, yeah, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to have him as my partner going forward here because we, we have a good relationship. We have a good connection here because he's like me, right? Mm-hmm. We, we can have beer and nachos like Jerry and Mike <laughs> McCarthy do, and we're going to yeah. talk about that in a few minutes. Right. So that, that's what it boils down to is interpersonal relationships Correct. with a bunch of white owners and a bunch of white coaches. And here we go again in a league that is, what do we say, 70? At least 70%, maybe 70%, 75. 
black. Okay, there we go. I I don't know. I can't defend it for one second. No. I can't honor it for one second. Right. I can't abide it. It just keeps on keeping on. And it's th- this was the the saddest situation of all because now you you had a coach like a lot of times with D'Amico Ryan's. I always say this about coordinators. I don't know if a coordinator can head coach because he, he's never been a head coach before. Correct. I don't care what color he is. Right. I don't know for a fact. Right. And I've known a whole bunch of assistant coaches who were much better coordinating than they yes. were running a franchise. Yes, right? absolutely. We all do. Yes. Okay. We know a whole bunch of them, and they've made a bunch of mistakes here. But in this case, I know I, I saw it with my own eyes, right. and I didn't see it for two games. I saw it for 12 games. Right. I saw that team. Was that team not ready to play Tampa? Every, right? every, okay. every week they okay. played hard. Okay, so we saw it right before. He proved yes. his medal yeah. as, he, as I, the head coach. I think, Skip, in these 12 games, I think he proved he deserved another opportunity to be a head okay, coach. Okay, well, there. Okay, please, somebody. You know, you know what I would love to see is Steve Wilkes go somewhere with another job and go places yeah. and, and watch Carolina flounder, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean – it's just it's just disappointing, Skip. I mean, I I, I wish I could say, man, man, I really, no, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just I it just I just never felt that he was going to get a fair shake to be the head coach at Carolina. Mm. Here we go again. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up, guys, because he is so well respected across the yep. league. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. The Texans have named 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans as their next head coach. The former linebacker played for the Texans for six seasons. He's calling this new position his, quote, dream job. Well, there's certainly a lot to do and address there. Shannon, what's your reaction to the hire? I'm extremely excited for him. He's going home. He's one of the greatest players in Texans history. He was defensive rookie of the year. Um, and he gets an opportunity to go home where he spent, well, I think Jen said he played six seasons there, I think from 06 to 11. I think that's what his yeah. tenure was. Um, I'm excited, Skip. Um, they got a lot of cap space. They got a lot of draft picks. 
They just need to get it right. They need to, they, they need to get the quarterback. They're going to re- get a really good one. Uh, they're going to get C.J. Stroud. They're going to get uh, a Bryce Young or, or Levis. Um, or do they go the defensive route and no. go with Will you, Anderson? You've you got to get a quarterback. you got to get a quarterback. Yeah. you got to get a quarterback. And uh, do you, do, the question is, Skip, <clears throat> if we stay at two, can we get the quarterback that we want? Mm-hmm. Or do we have to move up? If I'm in love with C.J. Anderson, uh, do I, I mean, excuse me, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. do I move? Mm-hmm. If I'm in love with Stroud, do I move or do I just stand pat? Because <laughs> Lovey got him, Skip. Lovey got him. He got him. Lovey got him good, Skip. Yeah. He got him. You a little, know, little <laughs> parting gift. Yeah. He got him good. Yeah. Uh, Chicago might be willing, okay? Give us, give us those two first rounders. Uh, we'll drop back one spot. Give us two first rounders, a second, third, because they need a lot of help in Chicago. But I love this, Skip. I, I love it. They get an opportunity. Hopefully he can last longer than all the other coaches. Now, Skip, I want to give them credit. Now, the Texans, Romeo did had the interim job, yeah, and then David Cully, yes. and then Lovey Smith. Lovey, yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. D'Amico can last longer than all three of these guys' careers together. Yep. That would be really, really nice. Yep. Not Romeo, but Romeo had stopped at Cleveland and Kansas City, yep. but I'm just saying, in Houston. So I, I love this. Just get the right, just get a quarterback. Get the right quarterback. I love that he got six years of security, not no little two, three-year deal and all that other mess. I love this for D'Amico. I, I think the Houston Texans did their due diligence. I think they got a great job. They got a great candidate. I think he's the best fit for this job. You said it first. I thought he had a chance to be in the mix in Denver, and you said, no, he belongs with the Texans. Mm-hmm. It also gives you a little bit more of a honeymoon period to, to really revamp and start over with right. that and rebuild a culture there that needs to be built around D'Amico. And I loved what he said yesterday. This is, as he said, my dream job. But he also said, I've always had a natural ability to lead others. I don't know him, but I sense that from just watching his body language on the sideline. Yes. He led that 49ers defense. They responded yes. to yes. him. I always say about the game that you played, the, the one pet peeve I have in the hiring process is I'm always X-factored when, when a, a coordinator gets elevated to head coach because who I, I don't know because what you just did has virtually nothing to do with the job you're, you're going to have to do. Right. Because the, the – Head job is, it's, it's all about commanding officer, CEO of the whole company. Right. You have to run the whole show. Not and, just one side yeah, of the ball. No, and you have to deal with the media and the owner and the, all the stuff that goes yes. on and all the personal problems that the players might have. You have to address and address and address. You, you have to lead the whole group, the whole show. You have to become the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. I just get a feeling, a sense from watching him in action as the defensive coordinator on the sideline, he was born to do this. Right. I get a good feel where in the past I've known so many assistant coaches and I just knew, really? Right. Somebody said he's such a good offensive or defensive coordinator that they're going to elevate him into their head coaching position. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to name names, but I know a whole bunch. And I just knew they can't do that. Mm-hmm. They'll be overwhelmed. They'll be overmatched. How many times have we seen that? Yep. The, the one good thing about hiring a college coach is when Jerry Jones said, I'm bringing my good friend Jimmy Johnson, even though they weren't great friends, but I'm bringing Jimmy in. Did we not know what Jimmy did on the college level? Yeah. Could you not see right. him in action? But he was a head coach. He, he might have been a lower level, lower yeah. level, but he was a head he coach. He was a head coach. Jim Harbaugh, 
when he finally got his shot in San Francisco, did we not know what he had done at yeah. Stanford and at San Diego yeah. and, and down the trail? Right. Yes. yes. Yes, he turned around these programs. Right. So you had a sense, oh, he can be a head coach. Yes. Well, he had played pro football, so you thought he had a shot. You never know for sure. I don't know for a fact on D'Amico, but I just got a good, strong vibe feeling about his ability to command and lead. Right. And that's what he says. It's natural born. Okay, here we go. I love this. And I love it that even though it's the second pick in the draft, they're going to get a quarterback. Yes. If you, again, you got to pick the right one. But, but I don't I, – I got a strong feeling. I don't think you can lose between Bryce Young and CJ. Right. I just don't. Okay. I, I think both of them are going to be very good. Let's say pretty to very good. Let's right. just be objective about right. it and be fair about right. it. Will Levis, I watched him a good bit. I don't love him. I'll right. be on record right now. We haven't talked about it yet, but I hear, uh, I see reports that, that he, he might even go one, that right. somebody might trade up for Will Levis. Well, I'm good like, luck. good luck with that because I You should have left him with Trubisky. Okay. Okay. Not, but it wouldn't be them. They would, no, they would trade saying, out. I'm, I know. I got it. I got it. Deshaun yeah. was sitting right there. He's who sitting who, right who there. Proven. Okay. Uh, proven. But here's the thing, Skip, and you say, well, you get the quarterback. Coach Belichick became a better leader of men once he got once Tom Brady dropped in his lap. Nobody was thinking that he was a great leader of men when he was in Cleveland. No, you, you have to have the right guy. And again, I, I didn't always love CJ at, at Ohio State right. until the national semifinal. And I sat back and said, that that is big time yes. what he did to that defense. Because mm-hmm. he put he had him on the ropes for a yep, while. He did. Okay, and and you you and I both just love Bryce Young. You want to talk about natural born leader? He's just a little undersized, but he plays about as big and as clutch right. as you can play. And you can't play in a, on a more pressurized situation than Alabama. No. Nope. You don't get any more pressure than that. Okay. Allow me to go one other direction. Okay. David Tepper did a press conference yesterday nope. <laughs> introducing his new head coach, who unfortunately isn't the interim head coach, Steve Wilkes, who should have been instead of Frank Reich, and we both agreed on that. Right. And then this is what David Tepper said. We have probably the most diverse executive team in the NFL right now. We are probably a minority of white men on our executive team right now. That's where it starts. That's America. How do you break the old boys network? How do you break that process? You break the process by trying to get the best people possible in every role you can do, whether it's the new general counsel we hired, who happens to be an African-American woman, whether it happens to be Frank Reich, who is a Caucasian male. Well, time out. Uh, 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 wait a minute. You just hired a white head coach over the interim black head coach right. who did nothing but really good stuff no, for you. He right. took over the whole franchise Correct. to me and turned around the football team right before your very eyes yeah. after you traded away your best player. Correct. Right? Yes. Help me out. I, and now you're trying to sell that you're the most diverse Yeah, that you, turn, that you turned out the establishment of the good old boy network. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I don't see it. I don't either. I know he's trying, and he's trying to spin it in the right direction, and I don't doubt that, that executive-wise they're heading in a great direction. Right. I, I get that. But it's, it's hard to justify that comment <laughs> when, when you're introducing Frank Reich as your head coach. Exactly. I'm sorry. I just I had to make that point. Good. Okay. Good point. I, and I, agree with, I agree with the point that you made because I like, hold on. You hired Frank Reich and you said you're trying to tear down the establishment of the good old boy network? What that? You just hired one of the boys. <laughs> but okay. Okay. But, I like, I, but, Skip, I love this pick for yeah. the, uh, the, the Houston Texans. But like you said, now get a young quarterback to pair with him. Y'all go together. 
here you go. And, and it's not going to happen tomorrow no, or the next no, day. No, no, but, no, no. but again, I think, I believe if you're a Texan fan, I think you're going to see upward mobility right. here quickly. Right. You're going to see progress. Right. Right? Because defensively, Skip, they, they, they hey. play some good football defensively. They now did. they just need to get an offense to match yeah. that defense. Yeah. Maybe Lovey would come back as the coordinator, no? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. I think D'Amico's going to call the defense. <laughs> no, I know. But, but again, this is where you, you find but you, you got, get but diluted. You got, yeah, but you got to surround yourself exactly. with other good coaches, Skip. That's what you got to do. Oof. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Okay, but your responsibilities have tripled now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Special teams, you got to hire all the coaches and special teams and offense, defense. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations to him and I think to the Texans. Yep. Like it. Mm-hmm. Love it. It has been a meteoric rise, really, for D'Amico Ryan's guys. It wasn't that long ago he was playing. So, to your point about hiring good folks, Shannon, it's going to be more crucial for him than a lot of folks as he gets his footing as a head coach. Yep. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, yesterday the Broncos officially introducing Sean Payton as their next head football coach. Payton lost no time focusing on turning the Broncos around from that 5-12 and 12 record last season. Take a listen. With any team or any organization, you know, you have law and order, as Bill would say. This is how we're going to teach. This is how we're going to meet. This is how we're going to practice. Look, every year in our league, there have been great plans with uh, noble thoughts and, and a lot of enthusiasm that don't have success, that happens. But, um, but yeah, it, di- discipline, toughness, and, and football makeup and character is going to be real important for who is a Denver Bronco. There is an element of discipline, and there is an element uh, of toughness. And, uh, and, look, it's not for everyone. Hurts me to see him in that orange, but you know what? No first round pick's gonna make me feel better come draft time. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from Peyton's presser? I yesterday? got a few dollars. I gotta do. I got. A, I got a few dollars. Walton and Pendle family. Y'all needed to pitch in on Sean Payton's salary. Mm. Your boy here for it because I love everything he said. Yep. Especially when they ask him about people that's not affiliated with the Broncos per se, 
being in the building. That's now, I wish they'd have asked him about an office spot and some parking spots, mm-hmm. but I already know that's going to be done away with. It's, it's Ooh, over I love, I love it. Yeah. I love it because it takes – Skip, I'm a firm believer. I believe it takes a certain level of ego yep. to be successful in the league that we call the NFL. But it also takes a certain level of humility yep. to balance it out. And when one outweighs the other, when ego is more than humility, mm-hmm. you get what you got in Denver. Yep. I ain't calling no names, but everybody know what I'm talking about. Yep. Sean Payton didn't come in here selling dreams. He said, we're going to work. He said, there's a certain level of law and order that, that is required, that is demanded mm-hmm. for you to have success. And that, when that gets out of balance, Skip, I'm a, look, I play with a great. I played with, with John Elway, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the great quarterbacks of all time. I played with Ray Lewis, first ballot Hall of Famer, two-time defensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP. Mm. At no point in time in my presence did I ever did they ever make me feel that they were better than me. They were a part of the team. Yep. And they didn't get privileges and flaunted it in your face to make you like, look what I got good. Yeah, I got this. I'm this. I'm that. Yep. That's not, Skip, you can do that. If you're a celebrity, you're an entertainer, yep. you're a solo act, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, whomever, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But not on a team. When you got 53 other guys in that locker room, Skip, yep. and they looking at you and you make them feel less than, Sean Payton, my guy. Mm. Sean Payton, my guy. I don't know him, Skip, but I know I love everything what he said and even what he didn't say. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, welcome to Sean Payton's mm-hmm. world because it's going to be a brave new world for Russell Wilson. And I realize Sean Payton's fate in Denver hinges upon Russell Wilson, but there is a new sheriff in town, and it's no longer Russell Wilson. No, 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 Skip. That, that, that's, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Mm. Russell Wilson doesn't perform this year. Russell Wilson is up out of there. Mm. They will eat that. Well, you got a lot to eat. Don't worry about it. That was a big, they, bad mistake. They got big appetites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you worth 65 yeah. bill, you got a lot of appetite. I, I know you got a lot of appetite, but you also have only so much salary That's cap, okay. and it still counts. But, you, but Skip, the thing is, you, look, you what you cannot have yep. is dead weight. No. If the animal is dead, Skip, you discard it. You bury it. I can't have you linger out that stench in the building. Yeah, but obviously Sean did not accept this job, did not choose to take this job without knowing in his heart of hearts that he could fix what ails Russell Wilson. That's what's going on here. He's thinking, I can turn him into my new Drew Brees. Have you ever met a mechanic, an auto technician, that felt he couldn't fix a car? I've never met one. Even the shade tree mechanics that was in Glenville, Georgia, that had it set up on the blocks, they believed they could fix every car that you brought to them. Every coach believed that he could fix every player that you bring to him. Mm-hmm. And even when they got a bad rep, what can they say? I can fix him. It won't be like that with me. Mm-hmm. Well, we're about to find out. So are you predicting he won't be able to fix Ross? I, I hope he can. Yep. Man, I, I believe blue and orange. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to cheer again. I want my team in the Super Bowl like Kansas City and, and Philadelphia so I can like, yes, and go to the game and be proud like I see Eagle fans yep. and like I see Kansas City fans or whomever's gone over the last several years. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since they went, Skip, since they won that Super Bowl. They haven't even been to the playoffs. Haven't even come seven close. Seven straight years. Haven't even come seven close. Seven straight years. The last playoff game you won was a Super Bowl game. So absolutely I hope Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson. Yep. I absolutely hope Russell Wilson is amenable mm-hmm. to the changes that he – it's been a long time, Skip. Mm. It's hard when you've been getting – it's like a child, Skip. 
you give a child, give, give, give a child, when you take it away, they go every day and they react mm. a certain type of way now. Mm. You, you, know, you know how this works. You've been around this thing for 40 years. You know how this works, Skip. I do. I also know how Sean Payton works. <laughs> a couple of times over the last couple of months, I ran into him in the hallway here at Fox, uh-huh. down by the dressing rooms, down on the first floor. Okay. And, and he would be like a TV newbie. I, I, I'm just trying to figure out how you guys do this. I don't know how you do this. And all of a sudden, I see that video from yesterday. I say, uh-oh, he's back being a head coach. Because yes. he knows exactly, exactly how to do that. Right. His whole body language had changed because he was back in command of his turf, his new turf in Denver. And I loved every last point that he made. And I love the point that he made about there is this element of toughness. There is this element of discipline. And he said, it's not for everyone because how he does business is not for everyone because he is a chip off the block of Bill Bill Parcells. Parcells. And when he talks about (laughs) law and order, it's new sheriff law and order. We are going to do it this way. Yeah. Sean said yesterday, I know what it looks like and I know what it doesn't look like. And sometimes we're not asking. Sometimes it's non-negotiable. Love it. Boom. I love it. This is the way we did it because he did it that way, as Jen can attest, for years in New Orleans. And it worked at a supremely high level. Skip, you know what I love about that? Yep. Because it's, it's that way for everybody. Everybody, including the quarterback. He's going to have to get with a new program, and his quarterback coach, his independent coach, will no longer be welcome at the facility. Well, they got all the spaces down the street. <laughs> Rent one. Yeah, I loved what Sean said. He said, I- I'm not too familiar with that. That's foreign to me, that concept of yeah. you have your own coach that you're bringing in who's not on my staff? Right. No, no. That's and then get what? Do. And the Broncos probably was footing the bill. Yeah. No well, I, don't, I don't know about that. I, were, they, were they? I don't know about that. I don't know about I'm just saying. Okay, so now let me frame this. Let's, let's take it back to the Super Bowl that we're about to behold. Okay. I'm fascinated by Nick Sirianni because he came from nowhere. Yes. I mean, literally, I didn't even know who he was. Yes. And all of a sudden, Jeffrey Lurie is announcing him as the new coach at the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And for a while, I was really asking, who are you? Because he came across as a little goofy and silly. Like, do you have any idea what you're doing? Right. And then he's wearing Dallas Week T-shirts. And I'm saying, that's just corny. That's just like, those veterans are laughing at you. (laughs) But they weren't laughing at him because he came in the door and he took a whole different approach than Sean took because Sean's been doing this for a long time and Nick had never done it. He goes into a veteran-laden locker room in Philadelphia and he said, hey, I want you guys to understand it's all about you. It's not about me. I'm only going to go as far as you guys carry me. Right. And he is, that has been his mantra from the start. Yes. And he got a huge break. Jalen Hurts fell right out of heaven into his lap. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurts then took over the locker room as the leader of the franchise, the face of the franchise, in ways Nick is, is not capable of doing right. because he's just so far Nick Sirianni. And he's done a marvelous job of just managing it and keeping it going in the right direction. And he's made it fun for them because yeah. he's, he's a little goofy, fun, loving, you know, like, like he, he keeps it light. Yeah, it's, the locker rooms yeah. normally run a lot smoother, Skip, when your right. quarterback's good. Well, and, and that's what happened. <laughs> and, and when your quarterback is in charge yes, of the locker room, yes. it really helps. That's how Belichick operated all those years yes. with Brady because Brady was quietly in charge of the locker room. Yes. And they did what Tom said, yes. not what Bill, but right. Bill is like, 
he, he's impossible. He's super right. iron-fisted. Right, right. Super, like old school right. to a fault. And Brady said, no, we got this. Just listen. Look, we're going right. to be okay. We will win in spite right. of it. And, and Jalen is saying, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge here, and you guys follow me because I will lead you to the top. Right. And they're favored to win the Super Bowl Correct. with Nick Sirianni as their head coach. Right. So you want to talk about contrast in styles. Nick is still last night at the Super Bowl saying, I'm just happy to be here because my guys, they carried me a long way. Right. And that's exactly what he should be saying. Right. But he might have a Super Bowl trophy to show for it before mm-hmm. this is, weekend is over. And now we got Sean Payton saying, I know how to do this, and we got to shape this ship up right. because this ship wasn't, wasn't going the right direction. It, it was leaking everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You got, you got to have everybody going in the same direction. Yep. The, the, the goals, nobody. As long as you got from top to bottom have the same goal, I want to get, this is what I want to accomplish, yep. you can accomplish it. But when somebody's goal is, is, aux, is, is auxiliary to what the main goal is, yep. Especially at certain positions. No, at that position. Certain positions carry a little bit more weight than others. Yeah. The kicker said, I want to go to the Pro Bowl and be an All-Pro. It's different than somebody, one of the skill position players, or the quarterback saying those same things, or getting outside of yep. Sean Payton. You my guy. If you need anything from me, they got my number in Denver. Do they? Yep. Okay. Well, maybe you'll get your parking place. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no parking place. Sean Payton certainly leads with an iron fist, gentlemen. And Russell Wilson has been a big fan of Drew Brees, been studying him for years. So I think it's going to be a really good fit. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. A big congratulations to both of the Eagles coordinators. They both got hired as head coaches this week. Defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. He is now head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Meanwhile, offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. He is now the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Skip, let's start with you on this one. What's your reaction to these hires? Shannon Sharp. When I heard yesterday that Jonathan Gannon had been named head coach of the Arizona Cardinals... I just shook my head. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. I hurt for Eric Bieniemy, but more important, I hurt for Steve Wilkes. Obviously, Arizona wanted to go defense because with Cliff Kingsbury, they were all offense all right. the time. Afterthought was defense. So let's go get the best defensive coordinator out there. Wait a second. The Eagles were way overrated on defense. I kept telling you going into the game, Wait, the, the Eagles' defense gave up 40 points at Dallas to Dak Prescott mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. 40 points. And in the second half, they blew a 10-point lead, and th- they got toyed with by Andy Reid. They right. just got toyed with. They, they looked they looked ill-prepared. Mm-hmm. They, they looked poorly coached in the mm-hmm. second half on defense. Steve Wilkes was, for one year, the head coach of the Arizona what? Cardinals, and they let him go. What are you doing? And then you just saw what he did at Carolina. 
they went on the best role of any team all year. Right. They, they had the best resurrection of any right. team under Steve Wilkes, and they did not retain him as the head coach. Nope. And guess where he went? Your man Kyle Shanahan, with probably a little advice from his father, said, Steve Wilkes, we could because we just lost a really good coordinator because he's gonna be the head coach down in Houston. Right. But let's go get Steve Wilkes. Yep. Watch what Steve Wilkes does with the 49ers defense next year. It will be hellacious great. It, yes. it will be the best defense. I know the, the pieces are there. Right. But watch what he does. He'll take it up even a little right. higher level Those, as they get more experience. But you know what, Skip? Those same pieces were there in Dallas. And you see what Dan Quinn did with them yeah. as opposed to the previous? That's a very good point. So, look, the, the pipeline is leaking here. The system is broken on how this league identifies the next head coach candidate because – I'm looking at Jonathan Gannon. So he played at Louisville. He was a pretty good high school player, but he got hurt. And, and then Bobby Petrino was there. So Bobby gets the job in Atlanta. Didn't last very mm -hmm. long. And he took Jonathan Gannon with him as a quality control coach. Well, you know what quality control is. You're a gopher. You, you get donuts and coffee. coffee and you, and, back, you run up, play, you, 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 you make sure to uh, uh, you get the, uh, the, the play card uh, yes. you, you, uh, you laminated. A lot of, of copying. You copy right, yeah. Okay, you're doing all the yes, above. You're yeah. doing a lot of the, the grunt work. Yes, okay? yes. So he's quality control, and he's there, and then Petrino's gone, and he's kind of out of football for a year, and then he gets hired as a scout with the Rams, and he was a scout for a while with the Titans, and he keeps bouncing around, and he's always quality control. He was still quality control. He was the assistant DB coach in Minnesota, and quality control all the way up to 2017. That wasn't that long ago. He's still doing quality control in Minnesota as the assistant defensive backs coach. Yeah. And then he goes to Indy, and for a couple of years, he was also the defensive backs coach. And Frank Reich recommends him to Philly, obviously. And so they hire him. So for two years, he was the defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. And he proved exactly what. What did he do to qualify to be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Well, I always tell you, with all these coordinators – there's nothing that they really do that equates to what it well, requires to, to, uh, to run the whole football team. You said, what did he do? Well, he was born to parents that had less okay, melanin in this kid than Steve Wilk, okay, Raheem cool. Morris. And Raheem sitting out there. And by the way, for those who have forgotten, once upon a time, it was back, uh, what was it, like 2006 or seven. He, he, he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. and they had a 10-6 and six year. Yes. And then there was something, some issues internally. I don't know what happened, but I always liked him as a head coach. And, and I would give him a shot what, as a defensive-minded head coach. What, what about the job that he did last year in taking the Rams? He actually won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Skip, Bowl. think about this here. Jonathan Gannon yep. was not on the, uh, uh, the Cardinals' radar until he interviewed on Monday and got the job Monday evening. Now, how is that going to go, go over with Kyler Murray? Now, Kyler Murray, now you're going to have to come up with somebody with a system that fits a 5'9.5", 5'10 quarterback that's coming off an ACL injury. Yep. It's clear to me that Jonathan Gannon just hit it off with Michael Bidwell. That's what happened. You go out to eat, and you, you start talking. You have a lot in common, and, you, and Michael Bidwell starts saying, I like this guy. Mm -hmm. I, I could, I, I'd like to hang with this yeah. guy, right? Yeah. I'd like to have dinner with this guy every Friday night or whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? Yes. That's how you get hired. But there's nothing that a lot of coordinators do to, to earn the right to be named a head coach. What about Leslie yeah. Frazier? Mm -hmm. Look at yep. the job that he's done in Buffalo yep. the last two, three years. Yep. But see, the problem that I have, Skip, when black coaches are hot, they rarely get a chance to get a job. D'Amico Ryan's with the exception this year. But look at what Jonathan Gannon, one year, boom, got a job. Steichen, goop, got a job. Yeah. Byron Leftwich was hot last year. When Byron Leftwich team won the Super Bowl, he ain't getting no interviews. No. Nope. Next year, uh, uh, they make the playoffs. 
uh, he turned on the job. That's on him. It was. He got an opportunity. He turned on the job. Raheem Morris, hottest fish grease. Look at that defense last year, Skip. Woo. Ain't got no job. Jonathan Gavin had two years. A lot of people believe the Eagles' defense was overrated. <laughs> it sure looked overrated in Super Bowl. <laughs> it just did. You led the league in sacks, and you came close to sacking Patrick Mahomes like once. You tripped once, him up. like once. Yeah. So that, that Skip, I, I just, I, it's just frustrating. And Skip, look. You and I are one of the few shows that we take it every time that we get an opportunity, we talk about it. But sometimes, Skip, it's falling on deaf ears. They're going to hire who they want. This man, Skip, the man did not get interviewed till Monday. And they, he got the job on Monday afternoon. Normally they say, you know what, we interviewed him. He's going to get called back for a second interview. Or he's going to get called back for a third interview. This man hit, so you tell me this man hit it out the park with one interview? One. Apparently. Man, this is embarrassing. And his credentials are what exactly? Help me out. They are what? It's, just, it's that no matter what, it's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be well. Raheem Morris, well, you know, we, well, you know, but, you know, look at what he has. He has Aaron Donald. Hell, Bill Belichick got a job, head coach job. He had LT. He had the greatest defensive player. He did. That didn't hold him back. Yep. How many guys have gotten jobs that coach Tom Brady? Ain't nobody know whether he coached Tom Brady. We find out later it's more Tom Brady than your play calling. Mm -hmm. How many guys got jobs because of Brett Favre? Mm. The every, Skip, everybody in Green Bay that was a coordinator or receiver coach got a job. They did. Every last one of them. Yeah. It's just like the defensive guys that got jobs at Baltimore because of Ray Lewis. Mm. Okay, you're going to have great players. You like to have great players. The more of them you have, the better your chances are. But it seems like that they use – oh, well, Raheem, how good is he? He does have Aaron Donald now. Mm. Oh, well, how good is uh, uh, Byron Leffert? He does have Tom Brady. Well, you ain't asked that about Charlie Weiss. Mm. You ain't asked that about Bill O'Brien. No, you didn't, didn't ask that. You didn't ask that about Josh McDaniels. You did not. Because all I know is that when they got places and they didn't have Tom, oh. how they look. Help me out here. Raheem Morris, would he not have a better shot at connecting with Kyler? Because the head coach needs to reconnect yeah, with absolutely, him, right? absolutely. Would he not have a better shot? Yeah. Because Raheem's... He, he, he has a real charisma level to him. Have you been around yes. him at all? Okay. I know him a little bit. He, he's, he's got a cool factor mm -hmm. to him. I just know that, that his ability to communicate with that quarterback, even though he's a defensive guy, you need to have a connection with that Absolutely. quarterback. Absolutely. That's, that's the most important. That's, yeah. that's the marriage. That's, that's the husband and wife or whatever you want to do. That's the relationship. That, that that's the it. most important. Skip, they said that Kyler Murray would have a say. And hiring of the next head coach. Ain't no way in hell they ran this by Kyler Murray. A defensive-minded guy <laughs> with an offense with, with a with – a... I mean, that's, that's laughable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He better have a say in, in who the coordinator yeah. is because the coordinator is going to be now everything to everything. this franchise. Yes. It's, it's going to come down to who, who do you pick because you better let Kyler bless that. Yes. You're going to have a problem. I don't have no problem with Steichen getting a head coach, yeah. head coaching job, Skip. You look at what he's done. Now, we, like you said, we don't know what type of guy. We never know. I mean, a lot of coordinators get jobs and they fail. They're better at coordinators than head coach. Um, but you look at the job that he did uh, for two years, but Byron Leftwich did a job just as good I, for two I years. Agree. I agree. But it's just it's frustrating. We 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 not get. Yeah, but but Shane Steichen, I hear from people around the league that that they like him. They think he's got a, a little bit of 
of mental charisma where they like some of the things that right. he has created yes. for Jalen. He, yes. he built yes. an offense that really worked for yes. Jalen. Now, yes. Jalen took it up five right. levels. But, well, you, I'm looking at the Colts offense. They were 30th in scoring, yep. 17 points a game, 27th in QBR, under 37, 30th in yards per play. Well, you better get a quarterback. I, ain't none of them got – you prove your, uh, uh, Matt Ryan, it's over for him. Uh, the guy that they got in Texas, he can't – he can't play dead in a, in a, in a horror movie. Davis Mills. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 oh, the, the one at the, the, the Colts. He's from the uh, University of Texas. Oh, 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 early. Uh, Ellinger. Ellinger, yes, yes Sam yes. Ellinger. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play dead in a horror movie. No. They, they, so what you going to do? You better get your quarterback. And you better develop a scheme. That, not develop a scheme. What did he do? What mm-hmm. does this quarterback do well mm-hmm. and develop a scheme around that? Not your scheme. So yep. I'll give him credit. He put Jalen Hurts in a great situation. And Jalen Hurts came out here to L.A., worked with Tom House, and his arms surpassed his legs. It did. But. It has to. This situation in Arizona. Yep. They could miss me all the way with all of that. Just dumbfounding. What are you thinking? Good. If they don't win, if they don't win 10 games in the next four years, mm. I'm not sure that's here. Mm. Let's go 49ers. Let's go Rams. Who else well, in that division? Seattle. Yeah, 49ers. Beat the brakes off of them. Watch what the 49ers do Good. in Arizona. Good. I'm sorry, Kyler, but uh, <clears throat> mm. 